Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton, and I'll be awarding points to our two teams based on how well they know trivia and how good they are at lying. In Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, an incorrect answer is worth just as many points as a correct one. At least, as long as our players can trick the other team into believing it. Now let's meet tonight's panel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy game show of answering questions and questioning answers. Yeah. Whoa. Good bit, good bit. <laughs> I'm rough, rough indeed. Gross. Uh, I am your host, Spencer Hamilton, and we uh, our show's theme for tonight is going to be Japan. Yes. yes. Never uh, been. No, <laughs> neither have I. But tonight we'll pretend. Uh, let's uh, start by meeting our teams. Uh, we'll start with the uh, the team to my left. Do we have a, a team name? Oh, Yes. Uh, we are Big Trouble in Little Japan. Colon. Doro Magato Manny Machado. <laughs> now, of course, I know who Manny Machado is, but for people who don't. Uh, he was the star player of the Baltimore Orioles from 2011 to 2017. Oh, okay. days ahead. Very funny. Uh, and uh, <laughs> let's, um, let's, uh, let's start with uh, some individual introductions. Um, on the end here? Sure. Uh, hello, I am Natalie Younger. I don't know what else you need to know about me. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Um, and, and to her right? Uh, my name is Sammy Tamimi, and I'm a bona fide nerd. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and finally? Uh, yeah, I'm Justin Swenson, and I'm not drinking beer. I'm very jealous of you two. <laughs> it's a thing. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Do not tempt the man. Yeah. You were drinking on Friday, buddy. That was a ginger ale. <laughs> and today's Monday. It's a, it's a whole new start. Uh, let's meet the team to our right. What's, uh, what is the team name over here? Ooh, we are Japandering. Japan. Wow. Wow. Japan. We had the same amount of time. Okay, fantastic. And uh, let's meet our individual players on Japan during, maybe um, starting on the far end. The woman, who's very, herself up. the woman who's very pleased with herself. Uh, hi, I'm Allie Stark, and I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. I'm well, so happy to be back. Welcome back. And, and to Thank her you. left? I'm Heather Scholl. That's, that's <laughs> not Thank happy to be for, here for at bringing all. some sobriety <laughs> to this team. <laughs> that's enough for me. It should be enough for you. I agree. <laughs> and and, and fi- finally, uh, Eric Lindbergh, happy to be here. And uh, Manny Machado was traded this t- 2018, so I don't know if I should get a point. We for should that. get a point. Uh, we all love Manny Machado. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's begin our game. How about that? Um, yeah. Let's, woof woof. Let's start. Well, you know what. Yeah, let's start with Big Trouble in Little, Little Japan. The Woof Woof did Say it. Say the Allie. other name, too. Uh, what was it? Colin Domoregato Manny Machado? Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, of course, uh, Japanese cuisine offers many unique flavors, uh, some of which can be surprising or shocking to the uninitiated palate. One exclusively Japanese dish is natto bean, which is a national delicacy that was even uh, featured on Iron Chef once. So, uh, my question for you. If you were going to host a genuine Japanese dinner party uh, that included natto bean, what's the best compliment that your guests could give your cooking?
last time up in the Iron Chef round. What do we think here? Uh, what would be the best compliment you could get for your natto bean? Uh, well, it's kind of like when you do pufferfish, like the best compliment for a pufferfish, like you didn't die. You didn't natto die. bean. Uh, natto bean, when you cook it, it does excretes, not the word, but that's all I got. Like it secretes, excretes, whatever, when you cook it, uh, like poisonous residue. And so you get rid of that and it's very sweet. So mm. the compliment is like, oh, it's very sweet and I didn't and I die. And I didn't die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever died from food before? Yeah. I wish. <laughs> what food would you Me like too, to? Which, what food would you like to die on? Die on? Yeah, like what food would you like to die on? What pile? Like die on top of that. What food would you like to be on when you die? Uh, when I would, I, I'm from Michigan, and I used to go to uh, Senate, Coney Island. I love chili cheese fries. I'm a big guy, so it's like, mm, what a fucking stereotype. But I love chili cheese fries. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I'm from Cincinnati. We have the meat sauce down there, the Cincinnati. That will kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> are, are, are we all this is a little off topic, but I, food Skyline? that kills. Yes, yeah, Skyline. Or, yeah. I prefer Gold Star, but that's yeah. another. Are we, are we having a culinary suicide pact right now on stage? Yeah. 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 We're, we're deciding what food we're all going to eat, and then we're just going to die. Just over on top of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalie, what kind of food would you like to die to? Oh, I would like a steaming bowl of borscht, please. Borscht. Nice. Good choice. It, you think it's going to be weird, but it's sweet and delicious. And it looks like blood if it melts. <laughs> Do we have any questions about the actual content of their answer? So, so the, the compliment would be not dying. I didn't die. Well, Thank yeah, you tell them, like, oh, it's, it's very sweet. And I'm and still alive. I'm still alive. Got sweet and I'm Got still it. alive. Just, okay. How do we feel about that? Do you, do I you guess I say that every time my mom cooks. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I made it. Hey, we made it! Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. job, Amy Stark! <laughs> Yeah. You call your mom baby, baby Stark? Stark? Amy. Oh. <laughs> or baby. I, we're like the Spice Girls. <laughs> I'm Scary Stark and she's Baby Stark. I'd buy it. Uh, what do we think? Are they telling the truth or lying? They're lying. Oh, they're, they're lying. lying. They're lying. They're lying. Okay. Yeah. Then what, what's the compliment you'd oh, like to receive? It's so clear. It would be mm-hmm. farting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a natto bean. I see. So yeah. if you are just farting up a storm, it's like, Oh, thank you. My stomach is so angry, but it's so happy. Mm-hmm. Let it out. Okay. Uh, well, you're you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> the, the best compliment would be you can barely taste the natto bean. Uh, <laughs> and also, I didn't, didn't die. die. <laughs> well, and yeah, where is the point. toilet? So it's a it's a mark of pride for many chefs to be able to prepare a natto bean dish that hides the flavor and texture of the beans. Um, it's made by slathering soybean pods in a goop of bacteria left to ferment and then scooped out of the slimy rotted shells and mixed with sauce and seasoning. So it's the more of Japanese cooking. Oh, just oh. skip it. Just you know how you could bean. also barely taste it? You could just not put it in the dish. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. I was going to say, what's, skip what? it. <laughs> All right. What's uh, what's my question? Oh, hello, kitty. Allie, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> question two. This is for Japan during. Uh, yeah. The Japanese company Sanrio is responsible for one of the most iconic cartoon characters of all time, Hello Kitty. Uh, according to her backstory, she's a perpetual third grade student who lives outside of London, uh, and she was born on November 1st, 1974. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another famous ca- uh, cartoon cat named Garfield who had an interesting origin story. <laughs> where was Garfield born? Tell me, where was Garfield born? A fat cat, a cool cat, nobody's cool cat, but look out, cause here comes Garfield. He never keeps the heat to him, he likes his cat, but look out, cause here comes Garfield. 
here comes Garfield. Where was Garfield born, Japan Dering? Uh, Garfield was born in a shelter in Baltimore. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> Just because you're from Baltimore. Just because you're from Baltimore you doesn't know mean that. you know everything from Baltimore. It's, it's exactly was, what it means. I'm from 90 minutes south of Baltimore. So, <laughs> which means exactly by that. And he's born. not a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were yeah. you born in a shelter? In Baltimore, a cat shelter? Yeah, how could you possibly How could know? you know yeah. if you were not you know, born next to Garfield? I had to take a Marylanders test, and that would have been on the on the quiz, obviously. Uh, I have a I have a question. Maryland um, doesn't have much. I have a I have a question. What uh, what type of shelter was it? Was it, it was an all a, animals? It was a or kill shelter. <laughs> he was born at kill a kill shelter. I knew that. There was a birth at a kill shelter. I knew that it was a kill shelter. You, you want the name? I, I, I don't know the name of the shelter, unfortunately, but I do know that it was Baltimore a kill shelter. Baltimore Cats okay. and Other Animal Kill Shelter in Baltimore. It's a very well, succinct name. Yep. Yeah. Well, Eric, I, I, I'm obvious that you're a big Garfield fan. So oh, how, can't get enough of the uh, damn thing. Uh, love it. So how did John end up adopting Garfield? Like, What were the strips about? Like, Was some of the humor or... Well, it was on a dare, from what my understanding. Yeah. It was part of a dare. Uh, wasn't a big fan of cats, and uh, and then he was dared to... And Odie. To, yeah, and Odie. Odie yeah. was uh, was. Odie already, dared him? Uh, well, Odie was already there, and they figured, you know, Odie doesn't like... See, Odie doesn't like a- And that's other why animals. Odie's no. so pissed off. Odie, yeah. it's like classic yeah. new kid shows yeah. up. The meanest like, character on Garfield, Odie. Odie. Odie, mm-hmm. Odie is Very, a brat. Just a bully. Yeah. Very aggressive, Most vindictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always mm-hmm. mailing normal to Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why why is Garfield is, is his upbringing have something to do with him hating spiders? Is that the first thing you think of about Garfield? Is he hates spiders? Yeah, he's yeah. always killing spiders. Yeah, that's his thing, right? That's not his thing. <laughs> it, it, yes, it is. Maybe it's one of his things. His uh, thing is lasagna. Yeah. That's what I'm that's the number hating one spiders. thing you think of. But like, there were lots of spiders in the shelter. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a shitty. And shelter. there was no lasagna, and that's why now he's just gluttonous for lasagna. <laughs> well, you were born in a hospital, and there were lots of babies. Do you hate babies? Oh, yes. No, but, oh God, I, I am can't. gluttonous yep. for babies. <laughs> What, what do we think? Are they telling the truth? No. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Okay, where was Garfield born? Uh, he was born in a Payless in Payless Hills. <laughs> Where's Payless Hills? Just Illinois. For... Oh, it's in Illinois. <laughs> that is a grumpy Midwestern cat. I see. Well, he was actually born um, in a uh, the kitchen of an Italian restaurant. This was revealed to us in the TV special mm. Garfield, His Nine Lives. <laughs> So the lasagna oh, wow. thing checks out, but not the spider thing. <laughs> yeah, not that, canon. <laughs> Eric says not canon. Not canon. I, I, I cannot... <laughs> Just saying. Cannot verify saying. one way or another. What were his other eight lives? Yeah, and did he yeah. die like, yeah, for real at the end of that Yeah, one life in the special? Baltimore Animal Shelter. One life in an Italian kitchen. One life, he was just born as a spider. Another <laughs> life, he has some of those Japanese beans. The natto beans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's fucking um, tasted them. Let's go to... Uh, <laughs> if you taste them, you're dead. Big trouble on Little Japan, Colin Domo Arigato, Manny Machado. Japan is known for many things. The food, the entertainment, even their etiquette. Uh, unlike us rude and cool Americans, Japan takes etiquette very seriously. Uh, etiquette for meeting people, uh, how to bow, how to give gifts, things like that. Um, one rule that is shared across uh, many countries, including our own, though, uh, is don't put your elbows on the table, Right. Sure, we all were raised with this um, etiquette rule. <laughs> uh, so, my question for you: Where did this come from? What is the origin of the no elbows on the table etiquette rule? Stand 
Adele from the hit James Bond film Turning Tables. Hit. The <laughs> film was called Turning, Turning Tables. That which one was that? Which <laughs> what's that? Which that Bond Turning was that? Tables of yeah. the Bond film. I, I believe no, that was George Lazenby's only Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Big John, Little Japan, Don't Margarita, Manny Machado. What is the origin of No Elbows on the Table? Uh, it comes actually from the 15th century. Ancient warriors would have their elbows off the table to be ready in case there was an invasion to be closer to their weapons. There you go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that was better than I thought it was going to be. Because it's right. Well it's, like, yeah. well, it's like a lot of the old traditions that we think Can are like being nice are like shaking hands to make sure you're not armed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like putting mm-hmm. your hands up. Your, your hands are away from your sides where mm-hmm. you'd be carrying your swords or daggers. Mm-hmm. Elbows on the table. It's hard. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. bless you is a... Sign of you know you had the plague or something, yeah. <laughs> right? You're like they sneeze. Oh, bless you, right? Sure. But so you said 15th century, right? That's right. Uh, what kind of uh, warriors and and where? Oh man, I'm not a history. <laughs> yeah. Also, like oftentimes these kinds of things, you know, evolve and change with the times, um, or they stick around because they still make sense. So, do people still in Japan have a need to be able to grab their weapons? At their dinner? In the, in a, in the well, event? The question, the event has, the question has nothing to do with yeah. Japan. Yeah, it's not right. a Japan-based yeah. question. But it's just well, so the, oh, the yeah. note, well, anyway, I guess, just in... It still stands for Because I don't. Yeah. Do you say, God bless you, after someone sneezes? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. <laughs> just, if you sneeze know. tonight, I will God bless you. Yeah. I just say bless you. I guess I don't care who. <laughs> yes. As long as somebody just, yeah. There's a blessing happening. Someone's got it. Someone's I like to say it. bless up and then I dab. <laughs> <laughs> a chew. Bless up. <laughs> Ooh, just double yeah, two. Two. double yeah. two for the yeah. price of one. It like, seemed like a very violent sneeze that needed two dabs. I see that makes sense. What, what do you think? Are they telling the truth or lying? Uh, I don't think they're. I, they're no. Lying. Okay, no, we think they're lying. So. Okay. And we thought it had something to do with um, wearing outfits that had a lot, a lot of like sleeves. Mm. So whether that was ruffles or your lace or whatever, and then there'd right. be ruffles, ruffles, lace, sleevey <laughs> things, <laughs> silk, I'm cotton. I'm a man myself. Then you yeah, know all chip brands. Oh man, Uts? You know, those things. Rising sun chips. Right. Oh, there you go, yeah. And then there'd be like candles. Thank you. Candles on the table, so if your elbows are on the table, well, now your sleeve is hanging around and sketching That's it. That's yeah. It. Uh, so it actually uh, it came from uh, it was so that people didn't break the tables. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> tables used to be real shitty. Okay, well, no, and, you know. and people used to have very sharp or heavy elbows. Yeah, like well, so a, a very a majority of tables were very rustic and unstable. So placing your elbows mm, very on them trendy now could cause a plank. That is trendy. Yeah, it could cause a plank to move on the table or for the whole table to collapse. So. Oh, well, yeah, you well. better warn Chip and Joanna Gaines because they're putting rustic tables everywhere. <laughs> what is, is that from like House Hunters USA or something? I don't um, know. What that is. No, it's the the Magnolia line at Target. Uh, <laughs> Target, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. They don't. They're not doing. Have you ever heard of a place anymore. called Waco, Texas? Yeah, they're not doing their show. Yeah, I know a thing or two about Waco. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is for Japandering. Yes. Uh, this um, uh, seat seen here uh, on the screen. Uh, this particular style of footwear uh, are called geta and are an icon of historic Japanese dress. 
Uh, nowadays, they're mostly just used for ceremonies or uh, historical fashion. Um, but Spencer, rich- I have a quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I know you study Japanese. A little bit. Are you like really treasuring this opportunity to say the words? I'm actually Japanese? purposely not doing them very well, so I don't sound like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How should you say this word? Uh, that's more or less right, Geta. <laughs> 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 was that in the was that a stone uh, you're studying? That's more or less right. It's, it's more or less, it's more or less I mean, right. More or less right. I mean, I'm not an expert. <laughs> anyway, uh, originally uh, these shoes uh, had a more practical purpose. Uh, they were for uh, raising one's feet above the dirty ground. Uh, butchers and fish sellers, in particular, they didn't want to get any of their, you know, the awful uh, onto their feet. Um, and in general, uh, the public would just wear them uh, in Tokyo before sewers became a thing. What city? Uh, <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo. Uh, Uh, Chicago also had a, uh, an issue with sewage and waste management, uh, messing up people's shoes. Uh, <laughs> but they had a somewhat less orthodox approach to uh, getting folks' pant legs above the muck. Uh, so for Japandering, uh, in the 1860s, how did Chicago fix the problem of poo-covered streets while waiting for a proper sewer system? How did Chicago fix its sewage problems? Oh, oh, yeah, we definitely got this. Yep, we got it. Um, it, So it was absolutely in a similar way that today if you uh, are sentenced to a crime, you have your volunteer work, uh, the folks in jail would have to come out with a push broom and and, uh, and buckets of water and... They would push the push the poo with a broom. Yes. As they would people, take a broom and push it. Yeah, as people were coming down it's the community street. community so service that, from yeah. Cook County Jail. So they would just where where would they push it? Just put keep pushing until they're out of <laughs> the city of Chicago. Just right into, yeah. into the yeah. It. It's out of the city. It's Evanston's problem, baby. Yeah, into the river often, unfortunately, but the Chicago River. Oh, uh, Allie, have you ever pushed poop before? Yep. <laughs> is a is a push broom the your preferred method? No, of push, no? gosh, that oh. leaves streaks behind. How how if if you were to fix it, what would you use? I would with probably use technology? like a squeegee mop type thing. Fair. Yeah, and I might I don't know. Did they yeah. have squeegee mops? Zamboni, in the 1800s? like a zamboni would be great power, for that kind of power situation. Power washer. Power washer. They didn't have that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. They just had brooms. Just had it's like they brooms. took the twim- chimney sweep men and just put them out there. Push, push, push. That's gonna leave a lot of street marks. Yep, Dyson, street. Dyson, thing can pick up anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is that what invent- was Dyson invented? To- yeah. That, that's exactly right. Suck that's right. And the excrement. They're priced for it. You know? I'll tell you what. They'll run you those They're Dyson. Really? My mom Great. gave me a Dyson and um, it came with so many attachments and no explanation of what any of the attachments Because one of the attachments is a poo pushing thing. It honestly Not, could be. I wouldn't know. It's a poo pushing thing. Pee pushing. Poo pushing? Doesn't poo suck poo it poo up. Right. We, we desperately need to move on. <laughs> uh, what do we think? Are they telling the truth? Uh, we don't think they're telling the truth, mm-hmm. uh, as my historian friend here uh, <clears throat> yes. reminded me. They actually 
started building up so they, they uh, do second floors of buildings as the first floor they design them that way so they actually kind of raised downtown while they built the sewers at ground level if you go downtown actually ground level is now actually one floor above where it used to be if you look at the monadnik building downtown the stone building it was actually designed with a big stone base and kind of sloped up because they were it was built around that time the 1860s that's basically correct wow. congratulations wow. yeah they uh, they actually they raised the city. I uh, bet there was still someone pushing it with. The- <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like they just didn't leave. They had to push it around the build. Like, Those second. buildings take a long time to build. Yeah. Someone like, had to I, sweep up the shit in the while, middle. While waiting for the proper system, they were pushing, pushing it. it. Yeah. Pushing so, it. Well, let me tell you I've what, still what seen people push poop in regular bell. So yep. yeah, sure. Uh, I, I'm, I have to move on. It's, it's engineer <laughs> engineer Ellis Chesbro uh, created a plan to raise buildings uh, using like jacks, like you might use for yep. a car or something like that. Uh, just a few mil- a few millimeters at a time. And then the streets, uh, streets got raised after that. So, yeah. That's how I jack it. A few millimeters at a time. <laughs> that's how you, I'm sorry, that's how you do what? Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> we have to move on. No, I think we're good. We can... We can... No, let's, let's hear more. <laughs> Go on. Uh, okay. Oh, this, to- uh, this question is for Big Trouble in Little Japan. Don't mind, I'm going to The word sushi translates to sour tasting. Modern takes on sushi use fresh or cooked fish uh, rather than fermented. Uh, and some can even be sweet. Uh, one such roll is the Philadelphia roll, uh, which includes smoked salmon. Oh. Yeah, or <laughs> Manny Machado. Why do we hate Philadelphia? I don't get it. Because uh, if you have to, I ask, have my <laughs> reasons. Uh, something else. Oh, is, is this the Bears thing yeah. last night? No, the Bears thing last night. <laughs> the the donka donk. <laughs> yes, the but donka donk. The donka donk. Because they hit donk and hit donk. Yeah, sure. We all know. We gotta have alley call football. Uh, so something else that has undergone change, uh, like sushi, uh, is the the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. The mascot's name is Gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mascot has been described as a, or uh, originally at least, I don't know if it is anymore, uh, described as a ghastly, empty-eyed muppet with a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He was upgraded by the company uh, that produced him uh, after two months of planning. So uh, from his original design to what we actually finally got. Uh, what features were added uh, to Gritty before he was actually released um, for public consumption? It's time to play the music. It's time to light the light. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. Why do we always come here? All right. What features were added to Gritty um, right uh, at the end of his production? Uh, they actually gave him a smile because at first he was not a smiling mascot. The Philadelphia Flyers are tough. <laughs> also, because there were, it was a whole facial thing. Oh, they, yeah. They also uh, made his eyes less dead and soulless. Okay. How did they do that? I believe that they made yeah. the pupils bigger. And they made him more of like a protruding eye instead of like, they think they were like sunken. <laughs> like Vince Vaughn's eyes. Yeah, they were yes. like Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And just for the folks, what, what sport do the, the Flyers play? Hockey. 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 Okay, just making sure. Wow. Oh, nice try. Wow, wow, wow. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Don't act like all three of y'all knew that. Someone I said it. No, Cut your hole. I follow internet meme culture. <laughs> okay. Gritty's on everything. That's a good reason. <laughs> The only Flyers team I'm familiar with, luckily I know a lot about mascots, though. Um, the only Flyers team, Are you going to say Dayton? Just letting you know. Uh, the Dayton Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from 
Cincinnati, but also I'll, I'll give Justin five points for that. Yeah. How, how'd you? What are the Dayton Flyers? Who, what do they do? It's a college team, and it's it's just all of this. The college mascot, the Flyers, but it's because what um, does he look like? Is it because you it's fly a, over Dayton? <laughs> no, it's be, so you know the Wright brothers are from Dayton, Ohio. So yeah. Ohio tries to claim uh, that we're the birthplace of aviation. But North Carolina yeah, first in flight. Exactly. Kitty Hawk, five Ohio points. just has like nothing else. To, why are they getting points for Ohio facts? <laughs> you should be you should be getting five points right now. Give me an Ohio fact. Um, the Buckeye State. <laughs> I just talked about Cincinnati chili. Um, Cleveland is uh, the mistake on the lake. That's funny. I'll give you points for that. I've never heard that before. Toledo was almost went to war between uh, Michigan and Ohio. Almost went to war over Toledo, and what happened was it got settled in that Ohio got Toledo and Michigan got the Upper Peninsula. Boom. Is that true? At Toledo is where they invented Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not really good enough. Well, we got some applause from the audience. So. I do know that where I went to school, uh, Ohio Northern, uh-huh. the polar bear was our mascot because there's so many. <laughs> uh, but the, my town is featured every year uh, during the Super Bowl. Ada, Ohio is featured because oh, yeah. it's the Wilson Football Factory is located there. So it's Ohio Northern University, tiny college in the middle of a cornfield, and a football factory where little old ladies hand-stitch oh. NFL footballs. I'm sure they get paid they, very well. They do a little spot during the Super Bowl. So look out for that. <laughs> Uh, what the big think? game. We have to say the big game. But the big game. Yeah, can we edit that? Flyers. Uh, what do you think about their answer, uh, which was um, making his eyes less dead? And, eyes and mouth. And mouth. Eyes I don't and know. Mouth. That's like two smile. things. So yeah. I guess facial features. features. Facial features. Facial features. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were kind of leaning towards we the same way. We were thinking more specific, more yeah. specifically, like adding teeth to a smile, <laughs> okay. uh, giving him braces, giving him braces, mm-hmm. maybe some acne. Mm-hmm. So he's like a teen eagle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not so an eagle. He's got a peach fuzz. Generally now. making it look so, less like the Philly fanatic yeah. and more like its own thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you well, think they're telling the truth? What do you think, guys? I mean, I just want to it's say generally no. yes, but specifically no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like your style, Eric. Uh, that's good. That's uh, good. good. It's good. I respect that. You know, I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you partial credit. You were partially correct. And we're partially correct then too, because we gave um partially. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's just making noises. So uh, gritty uh, is many things, but he would not be as nightmarish if it were not for his giant googly eyes and ability to blow smoke out of his ears. That's terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. <laughs> and uh, here's what he looks like. Oh no. Oh, yeah. That's only the second scariest mascot going, though. What's the first scariest? Oh, man, New Orleans Pelicans. Do they have a scary mascot? It's a giant animated pelican. Uh, I'm sorry. Have you ever been to a WNBA Chicago Sky game? Because no. the Sky Guy is horrifying. The sky Wait, guy. the WNBA team's name mascot is Sky Guy? Yes. It's a woman's basketball no. team. And it is a man in a man costume. Well, I mean, it is Sky and Guy. That's, and the, that is scary. A man in a man's costume? I'm freaked the fuck out. I don't hey, know ladies, it's it. me, Sky Guy. <laughs> oh, no. You like nachos? <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a. I don't have no, no great segue. No, no button to that bit. Uh, Japan during this one's for you. Japan is home to many monsters, including Sky Guy. Uh, <laughs> besides Sky Guy, the most famous monster is of course uh-huh. Godzilla. Uh, he made his first appearance in 1954, and he's been in 39 movies, uh, including the Matthew Broderick one in 1998. Great, um, it's great. Uh, this Why movie is bad. But the marketing is good. Uh, they teamed up with uh, one of the best fast food stores in the biz. Say it with me, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Arby's. 
<laughs> it was the 90s. Isn't, isn't that their slogan, too? I'm thinking Arby's. You got fucking... You got played, dude. <laughs> They're in you. It, it They're living rent free in your head, dude. Oh, man. It's We Got the Meat. It used to be that. So they realized no one ever said that. Everybody from Baltimore says that. So talk about, of course, known for their fourth meal. They've kept many of their original food items on the menu, but there's one food item that they removed in the late 1980s uh, that has never returned. So my question for Japan during, what food item has never returned since being removed from the menu in the late 1980s? At Taco Bell. At Taco Bell. official Godzilla soundtrack that's Brain Stew with Godzilla on backing vocals. Yeah. What food item has never returned to Taco Bell's menu since the 1980s? The Mexican burger. You can barely taste the what? beans. The burger. <laughs> Could you tell me what's on it? Yeah, it's like a cheeseburger, but then they just put their like uh, Diablo sauce on it. <laughs> Well, it was the 1980s. They didn't have... 1990s? Uh, late 1980s. Late yeah. 1980s. They didn't call it that at the time. It was just hot sauce. They only had three flavors then. Then they added Diablo because people were like... Ugh. like they needed it more spicy? Yeah, they're like, the food's not hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you bro! I'm, I'm going to the toilet comfortably after Taco Bell. <laughs> it should burn more. <laughs> Bring your poop squeegee. That's the way that you compliment Taco Bell after eating... <laughs> <laughs> well, what's killing me is that that was I, the Taco Bell by me in high school because I'm old uh, was open 24 hours, so I get Taco Bell for breakfast. Sure, before and, school, before school, and bring it the first hour and before eat. They had before those delicious food. Taco Bell breakfasts, <laughs> the breakfast burger. <laughs> I actually have heard they're good. The they're, oh, it's really good. Their um, wake up crunch wrap is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Hashtag not sponsored. Yes, sponsor me, Taco Bell. Hey, Allie Stark. <laughs> Don't, we'll, we'll put your Twitter handle in the uh, description of the podcast there you episode. Go. Uh, do we think that's on the truth? Well, here's the thing. Uh, JT has the right answer, and it's kind of similar because a torta is basically two, two uh, buns, right, with okay. loose meat in the middle. So that's kind of like a Taco kinda Bell like burger. Kind of like a Taco Bell burger. So we'll say no to a burger, but yes to a torta, but that's kind of like the same thing. Uh, I see what you're saying. Um, well, actually, Japandering, you're you're exactly right. It was a burger. Yeah. It was uh, the the chili burger, a loose meat sandwich, um, which is gross. I'm sorry, did you say a loose meat? It was a loose meat sandwich. <laughs> what? The the name changed twice during the years. Uh, went from chili burger to bell burger, bell burger to, of course, everyone's favorite, the bell beefer. Mm-hmm. But they never made the meat not loose. No, it was always they never loose tightened meat. that meat. Yeah. Do you I, I have a picture of loose meat? I, I, do, meat. I do not have a picture of the bell beefer, but I believe ah. he won the um, the NWA championship in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I think he beat Hogan for it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I jacked One time. Loose beef. Loose beef. It's the only time, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, big trouble in Little Japan. Did we get any points for torta? No, because I got it correct. I got it correct. You said I was lying. It's Taco Bell. Okay, big trouble in Little Japan. I got it Nintendo is one of the most valuable and well-managed companies in the world. They are so. Are you kidding me? 
let me provide some follow-up information, you yeah. naysayer. They're so financially sound. That, How okay. financially How sound are they? Are they? Thank you very much. <laughs> They're so financially sound that they could operate at a loss through the year 2052 before running out of cash reserves. Wow. Yeah, but <laughs> they weren't always so successful. Long before Mario made his first debut on home consoles, what was Nintendo originally in the business of making when they were first founded in 1889? And for bonus points, uh, what are some other industries they tried their hand at before the 20th century? Business was Nintendo in 1889. 18, 1889. That's right, 1889. Okay, I know that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, it, it's fun fact. Playing cards. Playing cards. Okay. And do you have any of the other industries, maybe offhand? Uh, I think some like household items. Okay. Household items. And gambling machines, like pachinko machines. Sure. Yes. Okay. And a fun fact, uh, when they were releasing uh, the Super Mario Brothers game, they could not afford rent at the time, and their landlord came in to scream at him, and they named the plumber after him in Donkey Kong, uh, Mario. That is true. I'll give you some points for that. Hey, pay! Pay your rent! Yeah, he sounded exactly like the current Mario does. I'm a Mario! Where's Princess Peach? rent No points. <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Uh, telling the truth? Or not telling the truth. We'll get to that later. Yeah. No, that, they're they're not telling the truth. <laughs> so, like, no, playing no. cards, like, what, just like regular old... Yeah, like... Like, like bicycle. Specific, what type bicycle of... Cards? like? But they made bicycle playing cards. How, is no, it, how like, are they different? Like, like bicycle. How, yes. are they, how would they be different? Yeah. Well, it'd be called Jitansha. <laughs> yeah. First of all. There it is. You 1889. A, you get a point for that. I'll give myself points. Okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's not like only one company made playing cards yeah. in the yeah. 19th century. It's like how or many, now. Yeah. Or, yeah, or even now. Think about how many junk packs of playing cards you have that are, like, random brands. They all come from Cincinnati, do they not? Most of them. <laughs> they do. The, 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 play, the U.S. Yeah, playing card comes from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. You guys know more about it than I do. I moved away. <laughs> <laughs> five points. <laughs> I'll give you five points for moving. Yes. Yeah. A place to grow up and get the hell away from. I yeah. once got a speeding ticket outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. I was behind a horse trailer. I don't know how I was speeding. Yeah. <laughs> were they speeding? No, they were a horse trailer. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe they were practicing for the Kentucky Derby. I don't know. Fair. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. There Next it is. <laughs> but, all right, I'll, I'll take away points. I'm at negative five now. I mean, I'm really surprised. Eric, you are uh, a mentalist. Older. You use, you, oh. you're older. I'm older. I'm older. <laughs> older. Yes. Uh, and you know about playing cards. I'm surprised you didn't know this fact. Well, I, I'm surprised. Because I didn't know it because it's not true. <laughs> So we think it's not true. Is that correct? That's yeah. Correct. Okay. What do we think true. they did start out with? We thought they started with crates. 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 Crates, crates and yeah. barrels. Crates and barrels. <laughs> no, but no. What does what does Donkey Kong smash? Crates. Crates, crates, crates and, and barrels. Crates and barrels. Yeah. That's right. Unacceptable. 
do, do we have any other guesses for the um, other businesses they've been a part of too? We also thought plumbing. Plumbing, plumbing. would be a thing. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Raccoon suits. Also yeah. moonlighted as princesses. Yeah. Watches and clocks. Were they, yeah. Did they also have a flower shop at some point? Hey, yeah. we're just using the context clues we have. They okay. also okay. ran Telephones. around in little red hoods and wearing yeah, goats. They had a like small go-kart track. Gears, gears, and, gears yeah. buttons. I see. Okay. There's buttons on the controllers. Uh, they were it right. was playing cards. Dang it was playing cards. Right Nerd. One. Got him. Yeah, um, they created hand-painted decks. Uh, by the 1960s, uh, playing cards were out of, falling out of style, so they branched into other businesses, including uh, taxi service, an instant rice company, and a pay-by-the-hour chain of love hotels. Ooh. You know what? You know what Mario I Mario love you long time. <laughs> playing cards were... <laughs> Falling out of style. Yeah, I don't know. I can't explain that. That doesn't make sense. I thought the the playing cards probably came in a crate. And definitely a barrel. (laughs) Or a barrel. (laughs) That would be an inefficient way of packing. All right. Uh, Japan to ring. Uh, The movie uh, we know as The Ring. uh, uh, Japan's course called Ringu. Uh, I did not. I'm done pronouncing it. (laughs) Ringu. Come on. Lingu. In both, uh, a cursed videotape is watched, and seven days later, the viewer is killed by a mysterious force. Bean. (laughs) A mysterious bean. Uh, If you rented the ring from Blockbuster and happened to die seven days later, it would, in fact, be the last movie you ever rented. Oh, God. So... (laughs) Transition. Now that... What? So now that all the Blockbuster chains have closed, what is the official last movie that was ever rented? This, this question is, is false because there's one open in Portland. It's known as the last Blockbuster. So these are all non-chain. This is a, the non, um, what do you call it, franchise ones or whatever. Oh, is the Alaska one a, fl- a franchise? Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't until it closed. There was six of them up until a few months ago. But the last, like, corporate. That's right, that's right. Corporate Blockbuster. Corporate, gotta, 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 corporate baby. The last sellout Blockbuster. <laughs> what was the, the movie? This is for Japan during. Now that all the blockbuster chains have closed, what is the official last movie that was rented? Everyone is excited about this question. Yeah, they are. It's a buzz. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. You got it. It was Thomas the Tank Engine. Assuming you're talking about a VHS. Yeah. Just movie. This is your last, yeah. very last movie checked by one person. Yeah. The, okay. Mm-hmm. It was a poor kid who yep. was just. I'm wham, nodding wham, for the podcast wham. audience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I need Thomas. I need Thomas. I need Thomas. Sure. So and Thomas. So it was Thomas the parent had to get Thomas. Do you often just appease your children by? Birth? I do. I have all my children, and I appease them all the time. <laughs> and by my children, I mean myself. And by appeasing, that means I buy myself late night Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that so, that yes. explains why you're such an expert on the Bell beefer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Uh, you are specifically saying that this was the uh, a VHS. I was just. I was asking. It could have been a. It could have been, been most likely yeah. a, DVDs. a DVD. A DVD. It would be a DVD. What was your most rented movie from Blockbuster? Mm. If you had to think back to your childhood, mm. teens. We didn't. So we had a um, Hollywood video. It was closer to wow. my parents' wow, house. Wow! Wow! But I rented Ten Things I Hate About You like multiple times because I really liked it. One time for each thing you hated. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say ten, and then I was like, no, that because it's just a random number. But yeah, I did like get that movie frequently. What's your favorite moment? 
in 10 things I hate about you? Mm. Probably the seventh thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably when Heath Ledger gets the marching band together and like dances down the bleachers singing, mm. uh, yeah. You're Just Too Absolutely. Good Somebody's to seen be that true. movie. Uh, Applause from the audience. That's yeah. worth points. Me, personally, I'm a big fan of the paintball scene. Though I think Ooh, it, me yeah. too. I think I'm a big fan Misconception about what paintball is like. It yeah. is not a snowball. <laughs> yeah, because their paintball is more you like a paintball. You can't kickstart your own audience applause. It works. I should yeah. take points away. It worked. Yeah. Did it work? No. I, they they, they clapped. clapped? No, they didn't. Mm. Tell right. he did not. Don't bully people don't, when they're not clapping yeah. again. So, well, don't let him Jedi mind trick you. <laughs> okay, so the, the law, the statute, the, the statute of limitations has run out. You can be honest now. What movie did you steal from Blockbuster by never returning it? Ooh. I, I want someone to really just What'd fess up. I've only get? stolen from Netflix. Oh. <laughs> How do you steal oh. from Netflix? <laughs> the discs. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. What was it? Uh, I, I definitely stole Labyrinth. <laughs> I definitely stole DVD of Labyrinth. I think I have another one, but I definitely have Labyrinth. That's the power of the babe. I mm-hmm. stole the uh, second season of Chappelle Show. <laughs> That's a good. That was one that has uh, the Rick James story on it. Yeah, right? yeah. It's I'm a good still in my apartment. I worked for Sound Warehouse, became <laughs> Blockbuster Music, okay. so I have just shitloads of stuff I stole when I worked there. I've never Lots heard of, of either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so my roommate, he used to work at Blockbuster and he just stole all the anime stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to blow up his spot. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not was, at all. It's, it's, it's I actually, I had a Blockbuster card in like until like 2010 sure. because there was when I first moved to Chicago in 2009 there was a blockbuster at like right across from the DSW at Clark and Halstead yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, and it's now like an advocate medical whatever but it was blockbuster Upgrade. and a sports authority and my, oh my roommate God. and I actually would go to the blockbuster and get movies it's fun like, yeah I was like why not and I'm, then it closed it was like you know but I had a blockbuster card I think I still have it somewhere if, if you have do you have it with you do you think no absolutely uh, well you could have won the game like right there <laughs> It's in a. It's. I know where it would be though. It's in like a box of old like loyalty cards and like old. Just in crap. case. Like, well, it's just kind of a fun souvenir of the olden days. Of to your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we think? Are they telling the truth? Thomas the Tank Engine. Does that sound right? No. 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 We have, we have a different movie. It's a fun movie that is, is sold out. Not sold out. Thomas rented the out every year. Super fun. Yeah. Every year. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Ooh. Because what you're not gonna still be checking out. Thomas, the t- why would you still be checking out Thomas the Tank you're Engine? Like twenty, yeah. like would be like twenty. Because like, you love Ringo Starr and George Carlin. But <laughs> Thomas is still very, very popular. Okay. But, mm-hmm. well, but so let's bitches go wild for Hocus Well, the answer Hocus. is neither. So uh, it was actually the movie This Is the End. Wow, Aww. that's a good bit. Aww. Pretty that's, funny, right? That's a good bit. You know, yeah, some like really, yeah. Some motherfucker was like, I'm going to get them real good. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jay Bear, so. Yeah, so this is uh, November 2013 is when that happened. Was it returned, or was like Blockbuster's closed, so he got to keep it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What would they going to do? Like, fi- uh, follow up with him to get his fees? Yeah. Yeah, they kept one person on staff just to like, oh, I want a source on this. Yeah, how do you know? Well, unfortunately, we moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Big trouble in Little Japan, colon, Doma Origato, Manny Machado. Over mm-hmm. 128 million people speak Japanese. Uh, in writing, the style is similar to the Chinese language in that uh, the characters can mean several things. Uh, for example, uh, if you were in your 20s and you got a tattoo on your calf that said hope, we would all know it really said toilet probably. Um, wow, but a, way to blow me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you had a... Do you have a Japanese kanji? For the win! You would have won right there. Damn it! Ugh. Why did I make Just this got decision? it removed. <laughs> yeah. So a well-known artist uh, did the exact same thing for several of his paintings. 
Which artist included made-up kanji in several of his paintings? What do we think here? What artist included made-up kanji in several of his paintings? Uh, what uh, regular folks who come to these shows know is sometimes you embed hints in the song. The song was Color of the Wind, which is a Disney film. Uh, the only current Asian film in the Disney lineup is Mulan. Mm-hmm. Mulan is the answer. The artists, uh, Disney artists put fake <laughs> kanji in so Mulan. You're really, it... you're really mentally dissecting my... <laughs> I think you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> It's all I got, baby. <laughs> so you're saying Disney artists implanted fake... Yeah, like uh, they put dicks and shit and all that. Yeah, they put yeah. dicks and shit. Yeah, they do. Like, I know you in the, know. I know that. In The Little Mermaid, <laughs> on the original VHS, the um, palace in the back, they yeah, have a bunch of dicks. dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We mm-hmm. all know it. We've mm-hmm. all looked at there's, it. There's, there's, stuff, it says, okay? like, sex and, like, the dust. And, in uh, The Lion and, King. And, yeah. yeah. Or is it Aladdin? No, no, so the Aladdin's the one with the boner. Lion King, it's in the stars, it says sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some. it says something dirty and a whisper in a Fox Aladdin. and the Hound is like 48% dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Neither the foxes nor the hounds, no, no. which is weird. Mm. Any other questions? Or we, I mean, we can talk about dicks more, it's cool. We can, dicks are fun. Uh, so you're saying the artist is the... Uh, well, the Disney animation team. The, di- so the entire like animation team. all of the yeah. symbols that they put in there are all just fake. They, they couldn't be bothered to do the... To like actually do yeah. research. Yeah, it's like Homeland, where they yeah. just like they have somebody that they consult with that gives them... Uh, uh, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. Because uh, I don't watch Homeland, so I don't know what <laughs> like facts about. In. It's like but facts I, about the Middle East. Yeah, and, and they give them like language and like writing to put in the graffiti, and it's usually saying like "fuck this show" is what it usually <laughs> translates to. What year was Mulan? That's a true fact. Mulan would have been what ninety-seven. I know like Disney's doing a lot better now with like getting things to be culturally accurate. Oh, we didn't say like certainly not. But yeah, wouldn't twenty years ago in the nineties and yeah, they made it. What do you think? Do you think it's on the truth or lying? I'm lie. curious now about the things in Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best yeah. kind of answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, what do we think the, the actual artist is? I believe the uh, the artist is Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Okay. Make all the sense <laughs> in the world. What? All the sense in the world. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen the the movie. <laughs> yeah. Andy Warhol. Like so, he had Campbell's soup paintings yeah, with the kanji yep, on it. Well, you got to look at it. Fake man. Yeah. You gotta also, really look at it. If you his his paintings, his work is very colorful. Well, the answer the, the answer right is Vincent there. Van Gogh. <laughs> well, and, uh, I was wondering if anyone was gonna be an art uh, historian. This is actually his painting. So if you, if you would have known that was his painting, you would have known the answer. I couldn't oh, see it. Shit. I didn't know to look behind me. Uh, so it's Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, during his time in Paris, Van Gogh was inspired by the new trend of Japanese-style artwork, uh, specifically the work of Hiroshige. Uh, and he, he just thought he would throw his hat in the ring? He straight up just copied like, two, <laughs> several out. of this guy's paintings. His straw hat he would yeah. throw in the ring? And yeah. his ear follows. <laughs> starry, starry it night. Off. It just fell off with the hat. Ain't your kanji Well, the hat fell off without the ear. So finally one... Yeah, his, his hat can stay on his head because there's no the ear. ear to hold it up. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't act like you know Van Gogh. You don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I know a lot about not that painting. I took art history. <laughs> Uh, the art, this is a final question, this is for Japan during. Yep. The Art Institute of Chicago is currently hosting an exhibition called Painting the Floating World, Ukiyo-e Masterpieces. These scrolls, banners, and paintings show the evolution of Japanese high society fashion uh, from the 8th century until the late 1800s. Uh, for centuries, no respectable woman would be caught dead in public in Japan without properly styled hair and makeup, and of course, ohaguro. What was the practice of Ohaguro, and what fashion statement did it make? That's going to be time. What was this practice? Um, the practice of fans. Mm-hmm. Fans. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And all of the different meanings of the different ways that you move the fans. So, like, if you point it one way, it could mean, like, hello. Or if you point it another way, it's like, don't talk to me, bitch. Sure. Mm-hmm. What does God bless you? Talk to the fan. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> well dabbed. <laughs> well dabbed. So what would be like a modern day version of this? Like what wouldn't you be caught leaving the house without without properly I mean, I guess we don't using the this right is pretty old practice. I mean, as I say it's an old practice. I guess the most modern would be like a woman with her handkerchief. So if you would give your handkerchief to a man, it was like a symbol, or if you'd place it certain places, how you would use it. Um, Wait, what's that mean? Place it certain places. Like if you're dabbing yourself, you're being coy, you're being shy, you're putting it down here, you're throwing it, whatever, shoving it up your sleeve, I don't know. And they wonder how the plague spread, where people are just (laughs) passing around dirty handkerchiefs. Mm And now we just use emojis, and it's about getting the correct emoji and a Tinder message, mm-hmm. rather than a coy rather than fan. Warning. Well, there was, there was semaphore. There was slight applause on that, so someone appreciated Ooh. you. <laughs> I mean, it's a real tough... Yeah, it used to be a fan with coy over your face, and now it's the upside-down smiley yeah. face. Same thing as a fan. Wait, upside-down? Like, what do yeah, they yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Upside-down smiley is so coy. Like, I'm having fun, but I'm upside-down. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then you like the two these? different You're blushing married. faces. Shut up. Yeah, like, I don't know how to be coy. I'm married. Sammy knows about Blockbuster, which means he cannot know about emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I can still be coy to other, in other communications. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he says coyly. Do you think that's? Yeah, there you go. What do you think? They're uh, are they telling the truth? Is this? Uh, oh, not at all. They're not way off. off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the it's the it's the styling of the of the belts. Of the, the way that the, the, the fabric would be wrapped as a belt. I sure. If they called it a belt. I, I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the waist thing, of course. Thank you. Yes. Uh, it's actually something a little different. Um, it's the practice of dyeing one's teeth black. That's Whoa, very coy. That's so coy. That's attractive. It was a sign of maturity <laughs> and wisdom. Uh, any woman in a no, uh, notable position uh, would have her teeth stained as dark as possible. <laughs> Uh, which proved that they weren't poor because they could afford like sugary, you know, treats or whatever. Oh. I can afford to have someone punch so me in the face. Nice, yeah. I'm not poor. If you had nice teeth, you were poor. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. There was a now lot of weird like... stuff that was fashioned after like empresses <laughs> and, and kings and stuff in England too. There was a king who had like a fistula, and so fistulas became part of fashion in like Europe at one point. Wow. Yeah, so. Uh, Ellie, do you know what a fistula is? No idea. Well, we got a picture. Of <laughs> I was like, it was on the Taco Bell menu. Uh, this is a really close game. Do you have any uh, final um, Ohio facts that are going <laughs> to. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. There is uh, a punk band. They were known as the Dead Schembecklers, and they changed their name uh, because Bo Schembechler, the coach of University of Michigan, died, so they changed their name. Not a fun fact. There's a ride if you tell you what they changed their name to. What did they change their name to? Hawthorne Heights. I do know about them. I was just going to say, like, the cool hip neighborhood now to hang out in Cincinnati is called OTR, which is short for <laughs> Over the Rhine. And this is a fun fact because uh, Cincinnati was predominantly German settlers. And when they settled there, uh, the Ohio River reminded them of the Rhine River back home. So it's Over the Rhine is the neighborhood. Oh, and OTR, so- where you get a cool brew. <laughs> It's like the Wicker Park of Cincinnati now. Well, we've, we've, well, we've determined that there are no such thing as fun facts about Ohio. Yep. So uh, Cedar this Point. Is true. Cedar Point. Cedar, Cedar, Cedar Point Florida. is not all that, oh, not that no, far. No. Right. No, my, my ex-wife is from there. You guys, there. Ohio's just Nothing not good. fun. Can Nothing we get good. over it? It's the heart it's of not. it all. Well, unfortunately, uh, that means the uh, score is going to remain the same. Uh, oh, bringing, up, bringing up the rear is me with negative five points. Good. How do you say that in Japanese? I do not know how to say negative five, but five would be go. Uh, so go. Let's go home. <laughs> Japan ring, you ended with 50 points. Very good. Tough Yay. to beat. Tough to beat. It is tough to beat. But you didn't say just, it first, so that means Just squeaking by in first place with 55 points. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little Japan, Colin Domo Arigato, Manny Machado is our winner tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, to both teams. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for playing at home, Woo! and uh, we'll see you next time. Yay! Let's go get Taco Bell! And get fistulas. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is an arcade audio production. Find us at facebook.com slash lsdlshow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our show was produced by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, and Rich Camelucci. Written by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, Simon Collier, Rob Grabowski, Zach Mast, and Fiona Stevens. Our panel this week. Eric Lindbergh, Ali Stark, and Natalie Younger all perform regularly in Chicago at the Comedy Sports Theater. Heather Scholl can be seen performing in Chicago with Anarchy, an improvised rock opera. Justin Swinson hosts The Not That Late Show, which you can catch on the fourth Thursday of every month at 8 p.m. at Under the Gun Theater. And as always, Sammy Tamimi can be found all around Chicago, performing, directing, teaching, and being a nerd. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is made possible in part by listeners like you. Check out patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for more info on how you can help. Thanks for listening to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the world's only game show. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.